Welcome to The Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Hi H, hi Mayhem, hi The Real Or, Sniper Wolf. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hi Jack, Gypsy and the Cats. Sniper Wolf, Johnny, you're the man. The date went really well. <laughs> Excellent. That's that's the sort of community I'm trying to make here. That's great. Checking in with me every week and giving me updates on what you've took from uh, these live broadcasts. That's really great to hear. Going really well, Sylvana. Hi, Renator. Hi, Edax. Hi, Ikif. Hi, Neil. Jay. You have a problem, please help. Well, congratulations, sir. This is the place where you can get your problems answered by myself here live, okay? This is the Ask Me Anything series. We are on number 20 now, okay? Number 20 here. We're, we're, we're going well with these guys, right? Remember, you you guys are the ones that make the great show. You're the guys that make the great broadcast. You ask great questions, I will give you uh, all the answers to them. That's in your social life, in your dating life, anything in regards to self-development. You know, my area of expertise is building attraction, it's enhancing and developing your dating technique, and, you know, implementing those tools in the social sphere also, okay? Sniper Wolf, lastminute.com dates are the best. Second date arranged for this Saturday. Awesome. Great, mate. Great update. How are you doing from Neil? I'm fantastic, Neil. Thank you for checking in with us. Hi, Sanchez. He's back on board. Jay Goody. My girlfriend's mum is racist and my girlfriend is black. I need advice. My girlfriend's mum is racist. Okay. And my girlfriend is black got you um here's the deal jay and i myself encountered this um in in the jewish community right because i was quite renowned for dating a lot of jewish girls back in the day uh don't know what it was i just seemed to keep on finding out they were jewish and um i'm not jewish right and if you know about that sort of community they like to keep everything uh, under one umbrella, so to speak, you know, uh, they're, they're always looking for a Jewish guy because they've got a lot of um, family pressure to go out and seek one. So what I come to conclusion of is you, know, you can't change, you can't change the outlook they have. You can't change their background and how they've been brought up and what values they have. But what we must understand is that like any parent, all they want is to see their daughter happy. Yeah? All they want is for, to see their daughter happy. So it may take some time for, for the penny to kind of really drop, like you are the guy, you know, for your girl, but just want you to come from that place, right? Think of the the bigger picture and understand that you know, you, you'll eventually get them on side, right? I'm sorry to hear that, that, that you're up against that. Um, as I said, I've, I've encountered that myself. My clients have encountered that. And what I've always advised is, is to just see the bigger picture and understand that their parents, you know, just at the end of the day, want to see them happy, you know? And, you know, when, when they do see their daughter happy, I mean, that's a beautiful thing, right? And then they'll kind of hopefully, you know, put their ideas aside and kind of, um, you know, eventually welcome you in. Um, but yeah, it's a difficult one, that. It's, it's still exists in society, uh sadly uh but that would be my advice there jay okay thanks thanks for sharing that right hi harris hi julio what are you saying sanchez introduce myself to this girl who sits across from me at work 
should the next... God, why am I having problems scrolling here? Introduce myself to this girl who, girl who sits across to me at work. Should the next step be to take her for coffee? Yeah, very simple. I mean, if you share in the same sort of office space with each other, it makes sense to perhaps share a lunchtime together, right? Easy, very easy. And even better, things might provide you a, a, a more comfortable environment that could provide more intimacy for the at the uh, after works drink, yeah. I don't know if, if your office provides that. You know, you you guys all go out and have a drink and socialize and stuff, but you might want to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a great initiative. Yeah, uh, let let us settle in first. <laughs> if, if she's fairly new, let her let her find her way before uh, you get your hands on her. All right. <laughs> I I precious. My girlfriend is, Jay's coming back to me with the racist uh, girlfriend situation. My girlfriend is so upset and depressed about this. What can she do? You know, it's, it's again, it's difficult. There's nothing that she can really do unless she has a firm sort of conversation with her mother, right? Um, you know, expressing that she, she loves her mum to bits, loves her, her family to bits. Um, but, you know you need to accept my boyfriend for who, who he is. He makes me happy, right? You, what, what parent is going to argue with that, right? And I said, it just, over the long, longer period, they'll eventually come around, you know, hopefully, hopefully. Um, that's all I can really say about that, you know? Um, but it's worth her having a conversation, you know, woman to woman. Yeah. Precious Anako. So what exactly do you do for a living? <laughs> You've stumbled on this by accident. So I'm basically helping people refine their confidence in their dating and their social life, right? Wherever that be enhancing their mindset, installing positive beliefs, drawing on positive reference points that they may currently not be aware of that they have, helping them remove negative thoughts that may keep on coming up and getting in the way from being the person they want to be when they see someone they are attracted to, right? Using the correct language to attract a partner, right? Having them, giving them the ability to be present in an interaction, right? To understand the social landscape a lot better and a lot more firmly. So, you know, we can we can be confident in these spaces, you know? It's, it's so apparent when you go out and you see people that have social anxieties. Me being one of them, I used to be that person, hence why I went on this path to develop myself and share everything that I learned um, to as many people as I possibly could because I think it was such a beautiful thing. And this really surpasses about meeting and attracting the opposite sex Right, this, this gives you, these tools that I share with you week in, week out, and what I share on my workshops, they give you the confidence to be the better person in the working environment, the better person in your social circle, you know, develop strong and meaningful connections across the board. Like I say every week, whatever you choose to do with the information I share with you is completely up to you. And what I guarantee you, it really will empower your life, okay? And those around you. So there's a comprehensive answer to uh, <laughs> your question. <laughs> Thank you for that. Alberto, welcome. Katana, everyone follow Katana Photography. She is an awesome photographer. She's very blessed to travel to some of the most beautiful places and destinations around the world uh, doing her passion, which I'm very envious about. Anyone, anyone that's following their passion you know, um, you know, they're up there in, in my books. You know, I think we should all be striving to do that. So everyone go follow Katana Photography. Uh, she's doing some awesome stuff. And hey, if you're looking for some new profile pictures, she might just be your girl to do and help you out. All right, Katana, thanks for jumping on. Uh, IU7YL, hi, Alex, Alex Amato Mazzelli, Italian, I'm guessing. So I've got a problem here with the thing. What have we got here? How can I express myself to someone I love? Great, great. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you for answering this question. Uh, asking this question, should I say. And I'm glad you ask it because we have to be more comfortable being vulnerable. Okay? Now, there are certain love languages that people like to experience, wherever they be through gifting, wherever they be through compliments and validation, um, may they be through, through touch, physicality, you know, and there's a few others that don't come to mind right now. But um, these are our love languages, okay? What's important is to understand where you are in terms of your relationship with um, this individual, okay? If it's very early on in the attraction phase, you know, the beginning, right, then it might be a bit a bit too of a, a strong come on to express that you, you love someone so quickly. You may be mistaken for this feeling of, with lust, okay? Now, lust is the desire to have and experience something. For me, I believe, you know, everyone has their own interpretation of what love actually is. But for me, love is something that comes after when, uh, you know, you've spent time with this person, you know, you can rely on this person, they're consistent, and your emotions become more deeply invested. So I think that's the first thing you need to kind of be aware of is that, you know, there are objects of desire, you know, that give the feeling of lust. And, you know, over time, after spending time you know, with someone, that's when you experience love. So I think be brave, allow yourself to be vulnerable. If you think that you are beyond that, if you think you're like further away from the attraction phase, like you're more into a meaningful relationship with this person, I, I think it's just to be vulnerable and, and just express it. And I know you may feel that that's a big step because maybe you've been hurt in the past when you allowed yourself to be vulnerable, but the consequences of you not expressing yourself in this way is that person may not feel that you are you are that into them, right? And therefore, they may go and seek that the language of love that they recognize from someone else outside of the relationship. Okay. So my my broader advice to you, right, is just to be vulnerable and allow yourself to to do it, say it, you know. Okay. Thanks for the question, Jack. Now I've given up drinking, what's the best way not to come across as boring when we go for drinks? First of all, Jack, well done. Okay, that's a big step. Now, you are part of the few that have taken that step to go out and um, on a path to enjoying themselves sober. And it's going to take some time, perhaps, to really kind of find your footing but I think one thing that you have to take in consideration is your ability to get into state because what other people are using as state enhancers where they be drugs you know I think you asked the question about all of your friends the other week taking cocaine maybe someone else um but that's that's it isn't it everyone's either kind of doing that or they're kind of drinking to get themselves in that optimal state that they desire to be in now for you you're going to have to come up with more natural ways to get into state and what i do and i advise my clients and i do myself is first of all music right music is great music's great you know get yourself a playlist together before you go out and get into the mindset of i am going out tonight if you if you normally commute into town by you know ordering an uber make sure that dude's got a bluetooth playlist and put your music on get yourself into that state get social straight away what i always say to my clients is that the reason why your energy is down is because you're not socializing with people right see it as this if you imagine yourself as a little character going through a computer game and you've got these little you know and that's as you get further through the game your energy starts to wane and it starts to die right? You're like, oh, and you're lagging, right? That's, that's what it can be like when you go out. So like if you imagine yourself in a game, you hit like a checkpoint and, then, and you may get your energy back again, right? You may even get to save your game, yeah? Now, there's no checkpoints on your night out, 
yeah? But the equivalent of them are people, okay? Remember this, people give you energy, yeah? People give you energy. It's the state transference, okay? If you put yourself around boring people, you're gonna have a boring time, right? If you put yourself around people that are positive, they're warm to you, they have good energy, they're out to have a good time, then you're gonna feed off of that, right? And if that's not the group that you've anchored yourself to that night, then find another group that is. Like go and go and splinter off and sort of speak to other people, ask what they're celebrating. In fact, I was out with a client on a seven-day program and he'd, he'd done exactly this, right? He wasn't really in the head of headset going out. And I said, listen, you need to get yourself into state, warm up, interact with people, right? Get social. And then what he found himself after doing several approaches, he found, he found himself, wow, yeah, I'm ready, you know? Not only is he ready, but he's desensitized of any sort of anxiety or apprehensions of talking to anyone, okay? So that's something I would say. And another thing is, you know, learn my conversation modeling, yeah? If you come to my workshop, I know you haven't been to one of my workshops, Jack, um, you know, we go through this ex extensively, yeah? It's even in my book, you know? Again, I plug it every week, but Jesus, it's, it's get it. Elite seduction, and I want to hear what you, what you get from it, right? And if you got, if you still can't crack the code after reading that book, then email me or speak to me, DM me, and I'll, I'll point you in the right direction with it. But you got to get there. I think I think that was a great question, and I think that a state control is a very important um, play for you. Okay. All right. Babish Patrick, no worries. Hi, Jessica, no worries, Jay. Hi, Leprechaun, <laughs> hi, Monchi. Right, Neil asks, how difficult is it to get a proper girlfriend and get married? Okay. I feel like I go through like a similar sort of question to this every week. And there's a few factors, okay? The first, the first kind of, the, the first thing that you need to be aware of is what you are attracted to, okay? And let's just move like the visual aspect to one side for a minute, okay? But I'm talking about the character here, right? What sort of values does a potential partner have to have to be in your life, right? Is that something that you've even thought about or have you just got so caught up on the visual aspect of it and been a bit vague with the character side of it? You know, going, oh, well, she's got to be, she's got to be nice and caring and, and loving. Well, sure. I mean, you know, we, we all want that, but let's really hammer into it. Like, what is it, you know, what are the, the fine details that makes up this character? You know, I, I think of it like this. Let me give you an, uh, an analogy, right? And I've said this many, many times before again. You know, a lot of these podcasts I keep repeating myself. But look, if you hear me repeating myself on such questions, it's consistency in these answers, right? So just listen to what I'm saying here. Imagine you go home, right, on, on Christmas Eve and you're a bit drunk and you see a big present under under the tree, yeah? And it's, it's, it's the biggest one under there and it's got your name on it. So visually, it's the most appealing. Yeah, visually, it's the most appealing one under that tree. Now you're a little bit drunk, so you think, being a bit cheeky, and you go over and you slit a hole in the top and you look in and you realize it's not actually anything that you want, right? Now for a lot of people, people get wound up in long-term relationships and marriages and all sorts through lack of actually having that conversation with themselves to make them aware of the important aspects that they want from an individual, right? They just get caught up on the idea that she's got to look nice, you know? What my friend's going to think if she doesn't look nice when we go to the restaurants or our social gatherings, yeah? Looks and beauty fades. I want you to do some homework now. I want you to really think about the sort of qualities that a potential partner uh, could could have, 
right? Again, this is in my book. This bit I give is one of the first exercises that I give the guys. And at the last chapter, we do it all over again. Look, this is actionable tools for love, seduction, and dating, right? So it's a very important awareness exercise. Once you've done that, you've made yourself aware of the sort of character traits. You then need to think about your positioning, okay? I want you to walk away with this phrase, Neil. I want you to get the best return on your time. I want you to think about what sort of places you're going to. I want you to think about who you're spending your time with, where you're picking up your groceries, what sort of gym you go to, you know, how you spend your free time, where you take your lunch and where you pick up your coffee. And I want you to answer this question. The woman that I've, de I've described, how likely is it going to be that this person frequents the environments that I'm choosing to go to right now versus the ones that I've just thought about I should be in, right? If you've been going to the same sort of drinking well, you know, week in, week out for five years and you've, you're saying to yourself, the woman my dreams will eventually walk through, let's wake up. If she hasn't done for five years, there's a very slim chance she's going to walk in next week, okay? So let's get our awareness sorted out and let's get our positioning right and let's constantly strive to build an attractive lifestyle and, you know, just, just become great and greater, okay? It's all right having the mindset of knowing what you want, right? But also make it a good deal for them by working on yourself, okay? Thanks for that question, Neil. I think we offered a lot of good advice there. Hi, Pablo. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, Chrissia. Hi, John. Hi, Ismail. Hi, Fairbanks. Edwin. Lily. Vida. Annabelle. I'm seeing a, a, a lot of returners. This is great. Hi, X-Guts. X-Guts, how am I? Yes, I'm all good, buddy. Thanks for coming back on. Um, Vida Fox, can you message me privately? You sure can. Will I answer your question tonight? Probably not, but I may pick it up tomorrow morning when I'm back on. Um, sure, go for it. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Enrique. Here we go, X-Guts, offloading. He's offloading his questions here. Okay. So Xgut says, so yesterday these drunk girls approached me and my buddies and just started flirting like crazy and getting super physical. Then we realized they were strippers trying to get us in their club. Yeah, I'm sure there's a few people on this feed that have fallen for that old chestnut to spend money on them. We all got super nervous. It was like something that never happened to us. We felt like we weren't in control. It was like they penetrated our soul and made us react a lot. Okay, so what's the question here? Is this just like, <laughs> I mean, I've been in nightlife for a long time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very familiar with this sort of, um, you know, bait on the end of the rod to try and get you into the club and rinse you for all your cash. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Just stay away from strip clubs anyway. If you want to date those sort of women, join a pole dancing club. Nice little hack, right? Hi, Jihadi. Hi, Annabelle. Hi, Pablo. Hey, Kim. Welcome. Welcome to my men's circle. <laughs> oh, pre pre Precious. You're amazing. <laughs> precious is funny. So she asked the question earlier, how do I tell someone I love them? And she's just come back and says, hi, I love you. I told, I told her to be vulnerable. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Well done. Well, it's good. That's how you do it. Hi, <laughs> Matthew White. Hi, David. Hi, Jimmy the Gamble. Hi, Amir. All right, guys. So I've, I've ran, jumped straight in and answered some of those questions. Thank you for um, offloading them on here. A um, little reminder, we've got a workshop here on the, on the August the 24th. Jesus, we're in August now. Would you believe it? How crazy is that? You know, and if you're in the States, I'm in LA for my tour on November the 4th to the 10th. Okay, we're going to be doing a seven day retreat experience, work with myself, you know, and I'm going to take you through all sorts of self development experiences. And it's going to be a beautiful time. You know, I feel like we're really in a great 
time right now, a great era where people are becoming more and more aware of self-development. You know, this, this was, there was really a time where this was very sort of underground sort of movement, but people are more sort of awake and welcoming to developing themselves and becoming better. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. So if you want to um, find out about my LA dates or, you know, you're a bit more curious about that, do send me a DM and I'll sh- send you some more information your way. Um, failing that, you know, London's always a great time here. I'm doing seven day transformation experiences on a weekly basis. Um, and, and you see me, sometimes I'm on this feed and I'm absolutely blasted, right? <laughs> sometimes I have to move the dates around, but I still want to get kind of give you enough value. Um, but this is real. This is what I'm doing like all the time. So, you know, put your trust in me and I'll get you to where you want to be. Pablo asks, do you know a way to be more in control when feeling nervous? How can you change the state of mind? Okay, I'll give you a little trick, Pablo. Like, you got to understand, let's do a little bit of NLP here. Okay, and I'm going to give you give you a, um, if you're not familiar with this, I'm going to share with you a concept called reframing. Okay, so you've just said the feeling, let's look at you what you just said there when when feeling nervousness now let's just take away that word right there first of all because that's a label isn't it that's a label nervousness is a label let's focus on the feeling so pablo you have a feeling right if i asked you the feeling that you experience right when you see that something that you like right i would ask you where do you experience it? it's probably going to be in your stomach isn't it right and If I was to say, to put a more positive label, positive label on this feeling, what would it be? Now, to give you an example, you know, I normally pull up my clients in in the workshops and I ask them the same sort of question and they throw all sorts of positive labels, but the most positive label I like to come up with is the word excitement, okay? It's the same feeling. It's the same feeling. You just change the label. Now, I just want you to go away and do that, right? The next time you see something in front of you, right, and you have that feeling, I want you to identify with that feeling as a feeling of excitement. Because if you identify that feeling of excitement, it allows you of your abilities. It allows you to have confidence. If you attach a negative label, it puts you in retreat mode, it puts you in protect mode. It doesn't allow you of any ability. It just, you just fold, you just protect yourself. It's not helpful. So this is a reframing technique, okay? And that's something I want you to go away with. That's a fantastic question. And any other time that you do experience a negative feeling in your body, I want you to just have a moment to yourself and ask, what would be the opposite feeling right now? Right? Now, let me, let me give you an example. And again, I've said this example many times, but this is, I've said it many times because it's true. It's a story. It's a, you know, I went from my own journey, right? So I'll, I'll only pull out bits of my story when I feel they're necessary, like now, you know, I, when I was younger, sort of like 18, I just first started going into the nightlife space. And I think a lot of people go through the same sort of thing. You know, you see people that are more confident in that space. You see people that are perhaps dressed well, right? And they exude confidence because of the way that they are dressed, right? And for me at that young age, entering those sort of establishments and that sort of space, I just wasn't that, right? I didn't, I had no reference of how to dress properly, um, you know, still sort of getting over various sort of insecurities in the social sort of environment. And I'd look at the guy and I think, Jesus, fuck, look at that prick. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because he was dressed well. Like, what the hell? Why is he a prick? Right? So when I started becoming more aware of the reframing technique, you know, when I found myself in that situation again, I thought, right, okay. What's the opposite to this? And what I found myself doing was actually going over to the guy 
telling him how great he looked. We shook hands. He felt great because I just gave him a compliment. I felt great for giving someone value. Any attention he was getting, I'm now getting. And I've just got a new buddy. That's the difference. Yeah? Let me give you another example of reframing. I was in a situation when, this is several years ago now, a client flew me out to Ibiza, okay? And we were at the Ushuaia complex. If anyone's been to Ibiza, you'll be familiar with that. And there's a massive like outdoor pool party going on. And, um, you know, to paint the picture for you guys, you've got this massive stadium, like stage, right, at, at the back. And then you've got the hotel complex around the side, right? So you've got the, the first floor and the ground floor. And the ground floor runs into the dance floor, right? We had two apartments running into the, running into the dance floor, which was awesome. And uh, anyway, we're walking through, grabbed a drink. And my client was eyeing up these two girls on the um, balcony. And they're dancing, they're in bikinis, they're having a good time. And I looked at them and I looked forward and I saw these two Italian guys looking up at them as well. Now, the old me would have been like, fuck you. Like, you know, because it's like you're looking at these guys like a competition, right? But the more awake, the more aware me looked at them, right? I put out my fist, yeah? I fist bumped them and I said, we're the same. Like that, I go, we're the same. Now, what I did there, I turned a negative into a positive. And it goes on to, I mean, they, their English was a bit broken. But I say, hey, here's the deal. We've got an apartment over there, right? You guys, you get the girls, and we have a party, right? So as it happened, me and my client, we just went back to the apartment, put our feet up, right? And these guys are running around checking the women and bringing them to the apartment. Like, <laughs> so that's what you can do when you turn a negative into a positive, when you reframe, right? I want you to go away and I want you to experiment with this. I want you to be awake. I want you to be aware of all of the negative responses you have to situations around you. And I want you to turn them into positives because this is an absolute game changer not just within your dating life, but just in your life in general. Just have a think about how many things that could possibly help you out with. Okay? Pablo, fantastic question. Well done. Hi, John. Hi, Petrus. Hey, everyone go and check out Petrus Dorney. He's a good friend of mine in Lithuania. Fantastic singer. But you're going to have to understand the Lithuanian uh, language. But uh, go and give this guy a follow. Uh, always have a great time when I bump into this dude. All right. Good to have you on, buddy. Pablo Guts. My lip shivers. Okay. I think I still think that you need to you need to have exposure therapy is what I call it. And that's what something I do on my courses. Now, if you have the ability to go through that yourself, right? And it is quite a process. It's something that I did back in the day, you know, and I, I really put made an effort to go out a lot and to get more comfortable in social environments, right? Look, in general, whatever you're trying to master in life, the more experience you get of that thing, the more confident you are going to become. You can't just take a pill to have confidence, right? You've got to expose yourself to that certain thing to get more confidence, okay? Our nervousness, as you said earlier, right, or our excitement tries to escape our bodies in many different ways. You may find yourself scratching your head when you are excited. You may, you may start twiddling with your shirt button when you're excited, yeah? Your lip may shiver when you are excited. But from now on, I want you to see this as an indicator as to you are in an environment where something to you is attractive, right? And use that as a signal to move forward, okay? And ratchet up the approaches, ratchet up the exposure. I link, 
Hi, Poets Wild. No problems, buddy. Hi, Gallagher. Hi, James. He's a prick for dressing well. I know, it's crazy. Like, <laughs> why is he a prick? He's not a bloody prick. He's a decent guy, man. And he turned out he was a lovely guy, you know? I was the prick. I was the prick with my silly insecurities. <laughs> X-Guts, befriend the prick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Better to have allies than enemies. Sure. <laughs> Learn from the prick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Christian, I Johnny, I James, yeah, I Adams. Uh, I think, I, Precious, I think we answered your question earlier. And don't worry, because this is going to be recorded, not just here, but also, um, you know, on everything. Like, it's on SoundCloud, it's on Spotify, it's on all those obscure podcasting platforms out there that some of them I haven't even heard of, but somehow uh, <laughs> it reaches there. So if you need to rehear this, replay this back, you're going to be able to do that. You know, I normally get this out in like about half a week. Okay. Hi, Danio. Good to have you on, buddy. Hi, Temptress. <laughs> Temptress. God, man, somebody's hand was hilarious. Precious. Okay, how do I know if someone loves me? I think that if they're confident enough, they will like just tell you that they do. I think that um, it's, I mean, you, you just know. I, if, if you feel there's just like enough, if someone is consistent, they're reliable, you know, they can weather storms with you. Yeah, you can have an argument, but you, it's, you know, especially in this swipe right culture, they're still there. Right? You ever had an argument where you feel like, shit, we're breaking up? And you might even say that, like, I'm fucking done with you, right? Or hear that from them. But you're not really. You just have a little bump in the road, right? Can you, like, if you look at every sort of successful relationship, and what I mean by successful relationship, long-standing relationship, do you really think they've never had one of those arguments, right? You know, there's good times and there's bad times, Right? And I think the biggest indicator is if someone is just still there, someone is just consistent and reliable, right? Sometimes you fuck up, right? Sometimes they fuck up. Maybe you both fuck up many, many times, yeah? But in order to love, you also have to be able to forgive, right? But you've got to understand it's, you know, if your values are crossed, how big of a value was it that they crossed, right? Ask yourself this, could your relationship survive infidelity? You know, if that's one of your strongest values, you know, I'm sure it is. That breaks a lot of people's relationships up, right? But you gotta ask yourself what the big, the big, uh, the deal breaker is, okay? But thank you for the can I chat privately? Um, probably not tonight because this goes on quite late. Um, but if you send me a DM, I'll pick it up when I've got time. And um, we'll have a look at your situation, uh, whether I can help you or not. Okay. For anyone that does want more time with me, I mean, you know, I do Skype calls. I do well, WhatsApp calls or whatever uh, at a fee. And I can give you that uh, over DM. Okay. It's all on the website as well. I oh, done. I am Phillips, Opio, thanks for your opinion, of course, no worry. Dunn says, can you work on yourself and have a girlfriend and or a date at the same time? Here's the deal. You never stop working on yourself. Yeah, you never stop working on yourself. Right, if we are constantly evolving as humans, right, our needs may be perhaps be evolving whilst in the relationship, and those need to be communicated as they occur. Right, it's not like ditch the relationship; it's start communicating these new needs. Okay, um, you know, I mean, at what aspect are you working on yourself? It's like if it's the gym, for example, you wouldn't just 
be single because you wanted to, to smash the gym. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and it's the same with this. If you if you have a, a deep interest in self development, in understanding your mind a lot better, uh, understanding you know the social sphere a lot better, and how to develop more confidence in that area, then sure, right. But if you've got real deep, 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 deep issues, perhaps some childhood trauma to perhaps get through. I think it would be quite a quite intelligent move would be actually just to kind of work on that first. Yeah, get that handled. Right? Uh, I say on the on the last uh, last week's broadcast, I mentioned about a client of mine who was with me who who actually went through being you know, he was a Jehovah Witness, escaped the cult of the Jehovah Witness, you know, and as he got older, he realized that a guy who he trusted and respected and also was very helpful towards him, you know, growing up, was actually touching him a bit too much in the, in the wrong places, right? Now, he went through various things to make sure he was comfortable at being intimate with someone. He spent time with a therapist. He did things like salsa. He did things like Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You know, he had to do the work on himself to get him more comfortable being intimate with someone. So it depends what sort of trauma you've been through, but I don't. I just don't think the work stops. You know, like right now, I'm. I'm. I'm teaching. I've been teaching for a long time. I've taught thousands of people, but I'm still a work in progress. You know, we're all a work in progress. Yeah. So don't ever think that you stop. I think I think I think that's the thing. I think where most people that find themselves in a teaching position, you know, they start to kind of get used to this authority of being a teacher and then they develop this attitude of they can't be taught something new, which is ridiculous, right? It's so ignorant. So ignorant. So always be working on yourself, buddy. Thanks for the question. I am Phillips. I don't know how to be nice to ladies. Sometimes I'm rude without even knowing. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I think start start working out when it is that you're being rude, right? When is it you're being rude? Start 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 getting receiving the feedback from women right and just make yourself more aware of the things that you're saying and um you know maybe you're crossing a line perhaps a bit in your conversation would really like to explore that more uh buddy so if you want to share a little bit more about that we might be able to calibrate your behavior a little bit better um i'd love to help you out on that if you could um, share a bit more on that Pablo Guts, have I ever had more than one girlfriend? Sure. I mean, well, you know, when when you're single, you know, I think you, you know, you're 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 tasting a few flavors on the menu before you decide to go for the main course. You know, I think I think that I think every, every everyone needs to go through that. Again, like dating is something that we we just expected to know, but the taboo of it is that you know it's kind of frowned upon if you're if you date a lot of people or you start seeing a lot of people. And I here's the thing: I just think that you, if you're young and and you, you know you, well, not necessarily if you're young. I just think you just need to go for it. And I think the most healthy way to communicate as to where you are on your journey in dating and what you're doing is just being transparent and being open. Just go, listen, something like this. You might say, like, look, when I'm single, I believe in, you know, seeing a few people. And when I realize someone's got uh, all of the things that I want, that's when I become exclusive to them. Now, what intelligent person is going to argue with that? Because I think that's a healthy thing to say. And by the way, a woman is going to respect you for being honest and not keeping them in a gray area. Because that's when shit gets messy. When you put someone in the gray area where they're not really too sure what's going on, that's when you start playing with people's emotions. And that's when it gets a bit messy. Okay. So I don't think it's healthy to have 
a, one or more, <laughs> more than one girlfriend, like serious relationships with multiple women, believe me, yeah, dealing with one individual's emotions is enough. You don't need to multiply that issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but thanks for the question. Hi, Ross. Hi, Guts. Oh, what's going on here? Jack says, I personally feel more in control of a date if I'm buying the drinks at, at, uh, or the dinner if it's a date. Is paying for the girl the right thing to do? <laughs> it's the age-old argument, isn't it? Who pays? You know, and um, look, I believe this. If you're taking someone out, you're taking them out, yeah? It's your treat. Now, a lot of guys end up really pissed off because they end up going, oh, dating's so expensive. Well, it's probably expensive because you're dating so many women, right? And your qualification procedure is lacking. So you just kind of like got this scattergun approach, just so many dates and just maybe it'll work out. Why don't you put a little buffer in the place before you, act, like if this is the problem, if you put a buffer in place before you actually take them on a date and that buffer being a phone call, right? A, a long chat on the phone just to sort of feel it out a little bit and see what this person's all about. And then, you know, you won't have the liability of treating so many women and be really like, have this bad outlook on how expensive dating really is. But listen, there is also a lot of inexpensive ways that you can spend time with someone, right? You can go for a, a nice walk with someone. There might be, you know, a really like trendy, cool, like street market to go to or a flower market and you can go for a coffee or something like that, you know? So it doesn't all have to be expensive, yeah? Try to think beyond just the dinner. Because the dinner is quite intense. And look, if, if you're gonna take a girl out for dinner at one of these fancy Michelin-style restaurants, switch it around a second. Would you say no? <laughs> Would you say no? You wouldn't, right? So that's it. I, I, I don't I don't want you guys to be in a situation where you've got that awkwardness at, at the end of, of the date and it's like and, and someone's offering to pay and then I mean I've had it. I've had clients where they think when I've heard stories where like, oh she offered to pay and I I let her pay and I never heard from her again. I was like, Well, no shit, mate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> God, it's just, it just gives a bit of a bad taste in your mouth, you know? So, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, and I know there's going to be people that argue with me with that, in this, especially in the, the age that we're in of, of the new wave feminism, you know, women feeling empowered and all this kind of stuff. But give me a break, man. Look, if a dude wants to take you out, allow the dude to care for you. Allow the dude to show you he cares and let him treat you, right? It's not about a man versus woman thing and a power thing and none of this crap. It's about showing that you care, yeah? All right, thanks for the question, buddy. Um, I hope that answered and, and more. Uh, right, I am Phillips. Makes me just want to be single and just have friends with benefits. Well, hey, buddy, like, if, if that's where you are right now, then communicate that with, with people. And that's absolutely fine. You know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Just, just be transparent. I feel, I positive vibes. Xguts says, a friend of mine has a girlfriend who is the type of escort who just goes out to eat with guys for money. You think a relationship, relationship like that can be stable? Well, that's not a relationship. That's just exactly as you described, you know? She's just using dudes for nice meals. So I don't know what sort of relationship or arrangement those guys have, but it doesn't sound healthy. Ognico, hey, David. <laughs> oh, God, you it was so funny. Like I was out in, um, this is a while ago now, but me and my friends went out to a club in London and, um, you know, these, these girls thought I was David Guetta. Now, now I've said that you guys can be like, Oh fuck. 
you do look like David Guetta. <laughs> it's David Guetta or it's the guy that um, owns, what's that banking thing? Revolut. Go and check out the owner of Revolut. There is some distinct similarities between us three. If we had a picture together, me, David, and uh, David Guetta and the guy from Revolut. Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, we was in this club and these two like models came up to us. This was a while back now. And they were like, oh my God, are you David Guetta? And I looked at him and I was like, well, in my head, I was like, I'm not going to ruin this girl's fantasy. So I was like, okay, yeah, it is David, right? It is David. And if you scroll down on my Instagram feed, by the way, you'll see, you'll see, um, there's a video of this actually that's happened. And I go, yeah, yeah, it is, it is David, but look, trying to be low key tonight. Yeah. Just out with a few friends want to be, you know, just, just chilling. She goes, oh my God, oh my God. And she couldn't contain her excitement. She went, she turned her head. She goes, babe, babe, it's fucking David Guetta, babe. And I was like, oh my God. And uh, she goes, oh my God, why aren't you playing? Why aren't you playing? I go, ah, you know, like, you know, I'm just, just, I'm just not up for it. We're just trying to have a quiet drink tonight, you know? She goes, oh my God, I love your music. I love your music. Oh my God, I love your French accent. I was speaking like this. I didn't even have a bloody French accent. (laughs) Oh my God. She goes, oh my God. Like, you don't have to fly me on your private jet or anything. I'll fly. I love Paris. I'll come and see you. I was just like, oh my God. Like, it's crazy. Like, seriously, like, celebrities have it so easy. When you develop that status, right? It's ridiculous. But anyway, that was just a hilarious moment. So yeah, I've I've had my moments when uh, people have definitely mistaken me for... Forget her. <laughs> I wait, man. I curse she. Regan. Everyone go follow Regan Hall. He's a dear, dear friend of mine. Fantastic director. Check out all of the commercial work he does. Mainly works in the cosmetic area. I mean, he's worked with the likes of Rihanna, Halle Berry. I mean, you know, so many superstars. If you guys got any video projects out there, go and add my dear friend Regan Hall. And don't just take my word for it. Go and check out his back catalog of all his work he's done. This guy is incredible. Um, thanks for jumping on, Regan. Good to have you here. I'm Felix. Like, giving out compliments, being a good friend, like when someone takes you serious but you don't feel the same way, like disregarding them and not give a shit about their opinion. Sorry, I don't understand. Oh, this was this is in reference to the question you asked earlier. It's been a good friend, like when someone takes you serious, but you don't feel the same way. Yeah, it just sounds like you're being an asshole, um, to be frank with you. I mean, why don't you give a shit about someone's opinion? I just think that's, yeah, I just think that's work that you need to do on yourself. Because here's the deal, yeah? If you don't give a shit about people's opinion and you're just so self-centered, then how are you going to develop rapport and comfort with someone? I think you're going to move through life in a you know with a lot of resistance um, and difficulty around people. I would be awake to this and I would listen to people's opinion. You don't have to agree with them but you need to perhaps be a bit more diplomatic. I mean, I've had conversations with really strong feminists, right? I've sat on panels. I've sat on a panel, right? You you scroll down my my feed and I'm sat on a panel with four feminists that have strong opinions on, you know, the, the whole the whole the whole thing right now of of female empowerment and this that and the other and it's like walking into a lion's den with these sort of people do you really think i would survive you know and have friendship with these sort of people if i didn't give a fuck about their opinion i mean that's outrageous i mean how would we even like grow as a society i i think you really need to like listen to people's opinions and challenge them from a neutral perspective right challenge them as opposed to why that why that they feel in that certain way why does that mean some why why do you feel so strongly about that at what point in your life did you realize that this was something that was of value to you 
you know, these sort of responses as opposed to, uh, you're fucking talking a load of bollocks. I don't want to listen. Like, <laughs> you know, you're not going to make any friends there. Look, here's the deal. I, my best friends, right? They, a lot of my best friends had opposite opinions to, to what I had on certain things, but we respect one another because we hold true to, we hold, we stick to our guns, we stick to our values, but we're also open-minded to hear each other's perspectives, right? Because that's what intelligent people do. You know, ignorant people, they don't listen to each other, you know? Sorry to be a bit hard on you there, buddy, but I just, I just, you know, just from what you're giving me there, that's the sort of feedback I have for you. And I think if you work on that, you will really conquer this area of your life. Okay, so thanks for sharing. I okay, Kermit. Uh, hi, wait, man. Just being a douchebag in general. Yeah, basically. Okay, I get it. So uh, yeah, again, I hope like what I shared of you works there. Jihadi, cheers, buddy. Tulu. Alisa, it's me again. Yes, it is me again. Where's the Alisa? <laughs> Wait, man is 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 weighing in on Elisa here, asking where's the accent from. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I'm Elati. <laughs> I did just wave at you, Elisa. No, everyone gets a wave on here. <laughs> Done. So silly question. I know. Outside of online dating, where is it? Where is a place to meet single women? I mean, open up your front door, like everywhere, yeah? But you might want to replay this because someone asked a question earlier about how do I find um, women that I want to date or something similar. And, um, you know, I talked about environment being very key, you know, in a sort of environment that you're spending your time in. You have to ask yourself, is it giving me a good return on my time? Yeah, that's a question I want you to ask yourself now and I want you to go away and think. The environments that I spend my time in, are they giving me a good return on my time? So meeting someone becomes effortless. It doesn't become, it doesn't feel like work, right? It could be the sort of activities that you find joy in, the sort of exercise classes that you go to, right? Where you pick up your groceries, how you go to work, how you spend your lunch times. Like opportunity is everywhere. It really is. But it starts by asking yourself that question. Okay. <laughs> Typical of being harassed by models at a bar. The naughty fox. Why Why am I the naughty fox? <laughs> I like that though. That, that could be a really good Instagram handle for someone. The naughty fox. You, Pablo says, you ever hear of someone called Arash... Uh, heard of this guy, but uh, it's not someone I follow. I don't really follow anyone in the industry, by the way. Um, I'm just kind of focused on helping people that are tuned into my channel and stuff. Uh, hi, Jeremiah. Guys, we got under two minutes left. I've got last couple of questions here to answer. Christian says, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu from eight years. I'm an athlete on this sport, but I must say that... It that it does not help you much to understand women because you spend much more time with men, okay? The, the, the example I gave earlier was when someone, this guy was recovering from being sexually abused when he was younger. So in, in reference to your question, um, he was using it to get used to being close to people in general. That's how it helped him. Uh, but here's the deal. Maybe mix up your exercises um, your exercise schedule with something that could be appealing to, for towards women in the week. So maybe like a Pilates class. I know it sounds a bit feminine or, or yoga, but here's the deal. Like you're getting more men doing these sort of things, the clever men, right? And I think it really kind of help you with, um, I'm no fitness expert, by the way, far from, but it might help you with your movements in, in your sport. Uh, right, right, right. God, we've got so many more questions and we've got little time. I'm really sorry about this. Do you agree with the flirt and tackle it, fake it until you make it? No, I do not. It's a good idea. Right, okay, I think we've done it. 30 seconds left. Guys, quick plug. This book needs to be on your bookshelf. Go get it on Amazon. It's the best thing you could possibly do this month. 
the what's better is come to see me here in London, work with me in person so I can kick you up the ass and give you a whole host of self-development tools to change your life. Guys, I'm Johnny Cassell. I'm always appreciative of you guys tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good night. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach. 